Hello and good morning, Mara. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm all right. How are you? Fantastic. I love this book. I'm an adult and I'm telling you, I love this book. I, I, and I think it's more than just bringing out the kid in me. It's also fascinating to the imagination to see how, you know, you take something such as the Titanic and you show me an iceberg. There, there's a reason for every one of these things in this book. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. And and yeah, I agree. I mean, I learned a ton just by researching it and writing it. And uh, I am biased, but I think it's fun for uh, kids as well as adults. The book we're talking about is Breakdown, Things That Work and Don't Work from National Geo Kids. What what went into this? What what was the, 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 the found purpose? Because, I mean, it's such a unique book. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, so I mean, I have to give credit to the amazing editors at NatGeo Kids for coming up with this idea um, because it was their idea and they approached me with it. Um, and I was pretty quickly like, yeah, that sounds super fun. Um, so, yeah, the idea is, you know, NatGeo does a lot of books about sort of how things work and how things are put together. But the idea of this book is to also look at how things come apart. Um, and that can be either naturally, you know, natural disasters, things breaking down, decomposing. Um, or it can be uh, because humans made a mistake. Um, we built something that wasn't quite right, um, and it fell apart. Or we built something that we wanted to break, um, like the crumple zones in a car, for example. Those are built to uh, destroy, to be destroyed in an accident so that they absorb some of the forces so that human bodies don't have to absorb them. Um, but the cool thing about looking at all this all this stuff about how things break down and don't work and fall apart is that for every one of these examples, there are scientists and engineers who are looking closely at what went wrong and trying to learn from that in order to uh, make things better in the future. And I just thought that was really cool and kind of a lesson for life, you know? You, you really do go into that when it, because one of my favorite features in this book, we've got a job to do, and you introduce us to those people. And, 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 and basically, that to me, for a child's imagination, it shows, you know what, the infra infrastructure of this, of this country is, we have to have these people. Now we need the people to go make it better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I found myself just really grateful for the people who devote themselves to, you know, looking at the aftermath of natural disasters, um, investigating uh, products that have failed or gone wrong, um, you know, investigating products before they go on the market to make sure they're safe. Because, um, you know, it's, it's not always a glamorous job, but what they teach us and what they learn is so, so, so important so that we can make things better and and continue to you know improve and do cool things well i love the way that you're not afraid to share uh with with the reader of how things do fall apart that it, that we don't live in a perfect world yeah i mean that's certainly my experience so it's good to know that there that there are things we can learn from that imperfection and uh move forward from there what what are you picking up on when it when it comes to you know parents and kids and things like that? What is what is their reaction? Because I I mean even as an adult we all like boom boom pow and we all like to see things. But I mean there's also some haunting pictures in here of of cities that you know because of the weather systems and stuff. You you really take us into that moment and and how people recover. Yeah, I mean you know I think I think we've got to give kids some credit. Um, for being able to handle tough stuff sometimes. I mean, especially these last few years, you know, uh, we've all been through a lot. Kids have been through a lot. Um, and and they know that things go wrong. You know, I don't think I'm 
introducing anything uh, new to them here. Um, but I think it's also important for them to know that there are people who are trying to help and that they can try to help and that, you know, things are going to go wrong, but we can take something from that and it's uh, not necessarily the end of the world. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, is it a disaster or is it something we can all learn from uh, even generations beyond you and I? I mean, I think it's both, right? <laughs> it, it is It is pretty pretty solidly a disaster. I mean, we go through in the book, basically, uh, different sets of engineers were working on this building for hundreds of years, ultimately, and they kept trying to correct mistakes in ways that created more mistakes. And first it leaned one way, and then it leaned the other way, and then it sank far enough that they don't really understand how it didn't fall over. Um, it, it's pretty pretty unquestionably a disaster from an engineering perspective but since we know all the things that went wrong it's also something we can learn from right and (laughs) okay well next time you want to build a tower like this uh don't build it on kind of soggy ground and give it a foundation that's more than a couple feet thick and if it does start leaning maybe don't try to make up for it by just like making it taller on one side than the other side (laughs) um so, you know, it's it's a, a disaster, but a disaster that can help us out in the end. I was that kid that used to play with Erector sets and Lincoln Logs as well as uh, uh, the Legos and things like that. I love to build things, but also when they when they failed, I always wanted to know why did they fail. And I think that's what why I'm fascinated with this book. I mean, you've got the story here about the metronome, and and it's one of those. It's like, okay, why did the metrodome fall? What what went into it? I mean, you really go into detail on these things. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so that, I mean, you trying to figure out why your Legos fall apart, like that's you being an engineer as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and something like the Metrodome, you know, they, they had this plan. They thought, oh, hey, it would actually be super easy if instead of constructing a whole roof out of like metal and concrete and whatever that's big and heavy and expensive, we can make an inflatable roof. And that seems like a good idea. Um, but there are often going to be factors that you don't account for. And when a bunch of snow fell on the roof, uh, which it's going to do in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> the the fans that kept up, the fans that blew air into the roof to keep it inflated couldn't overpower the weight of the snow. And as soon as there was just a little rip in there, it all fell apart. So, you know, mistakes were made. Now we know. <laughs> Don't put a roof like that on a stadium in a snowy place. <laughs> um, but but if, if everyone was just like, huh, I wonder why that didn't work. Let's try it again. Well, speaking of stadiums and stuff like that, I mean, I, w- I was shocked to learn that inside this book that, yeah, that the earthquake in San Francisco and, and everybody was at the game and they say that, that lives were saved. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. So this is another example of, you know, like nobody wanted, this was the uh, Loma Prieta earthquake in the in the 80s. And, you know, obviously nobody wishes for an earthquake to happen, but going back and looking at, okay, where was there the most damage in the city and what kind of buildings fell apart and how did the ground behave when it started shaking, um, a lot of which were things that they just didn't know before this earthquake, that has allowed for a lot of improvements in the meantime, uh, not just in the Bay Area, but in other places um, that have made the same structures safer for earthquakes in the future. You, it's it's so up to date. The book, the book we're talking about is Breakdown from National Geographic Kids. Um, and one of the, one of the things that that you put focus on sinkholes. There are sinkholes almost every day in this country, and and you've got the sinkhole Hall of Fame here. So 
so sinkholes, it turns out, happen a lot. Um, and there are both natural ones and there are ones that happen because, um, you know, humans put sewage pipes where they mm-hmm. shouldn't be and and uh, <laughs> um, then a bus falls through the road. Um, but, you know, even that is, is pretty interesting to learn about. And, and you know, they're, they can kind of happen really quickly, which are some of the dramatic ones that we read about, but they can also happen really slowly. And that's one of those things where, you know, we can't control that entirely. We can't prevent that from happening. Um, but we can sort of study when it has happened and figure out, okay, what are the patterns here? Um, what, uh, you know, what could we do to try to detect these before they happen? Um, and, you know, how, how can we try to avoid this? You cover so many subjects inside this book. And once again, kids and adults need to get their hands on this book because it really is a conversation starter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad you think so. And uh, I certainly had a lot of fun uh, learning about it and uh, have, have some conversation material from the research I did. Is, is there a website that where kids can go to where they can jump onto the computer and, and go and learn even more about the different subjects? Um, yeah, so if you go to the National Geographic Kids website, uh, there should be more about the book. Um, I also have a YouTube channel with a lot of cool uh, videos related to, to this and other books they do. Um, and the book itself is available anywhere you normally find books. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And I, they've got to get the book. I, I realize we live in a digital world, but they're going to have more fun when they have the physical book in their hands. I, yeah, I'm biased, but I, I agree. There are a lot of cool photos. It's fun to just flip around. You know, you don't have to go in order. Um, yeah, it's, it's the whole experience. Absolutely. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Oh, thank you so much. It was great to be on. You bet. You'd be brilliant today. <laughs>